Hey everybody, thank you for joining us again for another episode of Reflections with Dr. Gary Harvey. Appreciate you guys uh, joining, especially with all the craziness. Today is March 18th, 2020. Uh, We're going to go ahead and we're going to jump in and just kind of talk a little bit tonight. Um, Of course, uh, again, thank you guys for all of your support. Uh, Remember, you can catch us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, CastBox, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, Radio Public, and Breaker. And of course, check us out online, www.drgaryharveyjr.com. Hit us up on the website. You can always shoot me a message. I'd love to interact with you guys. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but again, thank you guys uh, for joining us. Uh, really just want just to wanna kind of share my heart tonight. Uh, talk to you guys. Of course, uh, some shout outs with everything that's going on. Um, Living Beauty Florals, Miss Chanel Lee, she's still uh, up and running, still making deliveries for you. So for all your floral needs, go ahead and hit her up. If you haven't already got a copy of uh, Destiny's Journey by Miss Destiny Hill, go ahead and uh, check that out. You can catch it on Amazon, Facebook. Um, Definitely get yourself a copy of that inspirational memoir. If you haven't got it already, you don't know what you're missing. Um, It's definitely, uh, definitely powerful. Uh, Blacktop Photo Collective, again, he's putting some good stuff up lately this last week, uh, especially uh, with everything that's going on, really capturing the essence of, uh, you know, day-to-day life for people. So check him out on Facebook, Instagram, my brother Dax Thomas there. And then, of course, Black Silhouette Music. Uh, loving what the brother does with the additional music and what he's helping us with and, and allowing us to do with the podcast and then just his creative mind himself. So it's just uh, awesome to see. want to encourage you guys to uh, check them out, show them the support. And then uh, Go To Meals uh, in only in New York. Uh, they're still uh, serving. You can still get their meals. You can pick them up, order them uh, for delivery, uh, their weekly delivery, but you can also get takeout there as well. So tonight we're going to jump right in. You know, of course, mirrors, again, they've got three purposes. To show you who you were, to show you who you are, and to help you become who you want to be. So let's take a look at the reflection, face the man in the mirror tonight, and see if we can't become better than what we were yesterday. So tonight, if we can title the episode, really, I just want to have a chat. I want to talk to y'all. I'm not going to flood you with a bunch of facts, uh, anything to that effect. And there's a reason why I'm not going to, because I want you to fact check yourself. We're going to talk about this craziness that's going on, the pandemic, obviously, the coronavirus, everything that's going on is is really focused and centered around that. That's where everybody's focus is lately, as of late, you know, whether or not they're going to contract it, how they're going to respond, the shutdown of businesses, uh, the shelter in place in some cities and counties, uh, schools being closed, uh, all those types of things. And so really want to take a minute and just kind of share my heart if you guys would let me do that uh, as well. You know, and, and again, I'm not going to throw a whole lot of facts at you necessarily and not because I don't have them and not because I don't think they're important, but I think it's important that you do the research yourself. Um, I've seen so many things over the course of the last few weeks all over Facebook and you know whatever you consume like we said last week my brother Dax put up you know whatever you consume is going to ultimately consume you and we've been essentially stricken with fear we you know shelves are empty in stores I went to Walmart the other night like normally my routine you like on Sundays I go out and I'll do a little grocery shopping for the following week you know stuff for lunches and dinner and you know that kind of stuff and just basics 
And as I was walking around, I ended up walking around Walmart. And the shelves were practically bare. I mean, yogurts were gone. Juices were gone. Meats, like lunch meats, were almost completely bare. I think there was some some bologna and maybe a little bit of a little bit of turkey, like black pepper turkey or something like something like that. Um, there was like no bread, no toilet paper, hardly any paper towels, all these types of things. And you know, my heart broke honestly because there's been such a panic created. That people they're not thinking logically anymore. They're they're in survival mode, but the survival mode is detrimental. You know, people are spending money they don't have on things that they don't necessarily need at the moment because oh my goodness, they're they're might not they not might not be there when I need them. You know that kind of thing. So people are panic buying. And, you know, I'm not trying to downplay the coronavirus at all, um, but, you know, it's from what I understand, you know, you're looking at about a, somewhere between a 95 and a 97% recovery rate. Um, you know, majority of people go through the symptoms and, and they, they, it runs its cycle and they end up fine. And yes, people have passed. You know, don't misunderstand me. It's sad and my heart goes out to their families. Uh, you know, it, it, especially affecting the elderly, those that have compromised immune systems, uh, either really young, you know, so while even myself personally, while I might not feel that, man, I've got a whole lot to worry about other people that I encounter and come in contact with throughout the week, they might. And so I'm being mindful of that. So I'm practicing social distancing, uh, like has been suggested. However, I'm being distant. I'm not disconnecting. I'll say that again. I'm being distant, but I'm not disconnecting. So during this time, you know, I want to encourage you. Number one, don't allow fear to grip you. Don't allow fear to consume you to the point where you can't operate, you know, and it's okay to get sad. It's okay to deal with some anxiety. I know mental health in this country is taboo to begin with, but even more so during a pandemic, during a crisis, you know, anxiety levels skyrocket. People can slip deeper into depression. They can get sad. They can get scared, confused. Obviously, those are natural emotions. And with that being said, don't disconnect while you're being distant at all you know it helps to talk to people talk to people that you know are going through what you're going through similarly like you know a lot of people this week their jobs have shut down they've been sent home they don't know what they're going to do some people are getting paid some people aren't everyone's hoping and, and and praying for the government to pass this stimulus package there's been talk about you know hey you know a thousand dollars to each adult you know that type of thing and whatever the case may be and some people are still having to go to work you know in the midst of this crisis in the midst of you know the kids being home and daycare um you know daycare is being closed my son told me today you know last week he told me hey they extended uh spring break by a week and then today he told me that you know they were this is down in florida uh down in jacksonville that um they're going to be off school until at least April 15th at a minimum. And they're going to start online classes for the next few weeks. And I know a lot of places have already instituted that. Most of the colleges um, have instituted online classes. So people are doing things that will, you know, that are going to try to affect this. Uh, you know, restaurants are in New York and in several other places are only serving takeouts. Um, there's no sit down eating, uh, which is unfortunate. You know, there's a lot of employees, a lot of servers, a lot of, uh, you know, kitchen staff, a lot of, you know, 
uh, just staff in general, the employees in general, that aren't able to go to work now. And, and so there, there's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of stress there. And it's understandable. And while I understand why you know our government, whether it be federal, state, or even local, are making the decisions to do these things, it's also something that, that is unfortunate because there's going to be a lot of economic repercussions that, that we have to grow through, that we have to work through. And it's okay to have that anxiety in reference to that. I, I don't want you know, people to think that's taboo to be worried or stressed or just don't allow, again, don't allow fear to grip you to the point that you can't operate. You know, and again, like I said, you know, you look at a lot of the symptoms and it's, it's very similar to, you know, like flu type symptoms, could be diagnosed as upper, upper respiratory infection, that type of thing, you know, but we were talking today. Yeah, I work in a ministry uh, here in New York and you know, my dad's a pastor and, and we were talking and he made the decision to, you know, cancel uh, actual like physical Bible study like at the church and, and is probably going to make the decision to cancel actual services and do more of a, a live streaming service, an online service uh, to allow parishioners to still participate with the church, get the word, get that encouragement, um, interact, still get prayer, you know, those types of things um, via online, via the internet. And some people have criticized churches that are doing this. Oh, well, you don't have faith. You don't believe in God. Well, listen, listen, slow down. Just because I'm following the advice given to minimize exposure, and not just for me, but for other people that it may affect, and just because I'm taking into consideration those things and those precautions and I'm doing what's requested or required doesn't mean that I'm not operating in my faith. It means that I'm operating in wisdom. Faith means that regardless of what the situation is, I know God's there in the midst. God's going to be there. He's going to deliver me. He's going to take me to the other side. You know, when the disciples got in the boat, right, and they get in the boat, he started, hey, he said, hey, let's go to the other side. And when the storm hit, you know, the disciples are freaking out. But Jesus said, you're going to the other side regardless. So you're going to make it to the other side. But the storm, yeah, it's, it's going to catch your attention. It might shake you a little bit. You might, you might waver a little bit because of it. But rest assured, you're going to go to the other side. You know, if God closed the lion's mouth for Daniel and he parted the Red Sea for Moses and he gave Sarah a baby and he raised Lazarus from the dead, nothing you're going to face is out of his control. Trust him. And I know that's not easy. <clears throat> and like I said, again, distance, but not disconnected. I want to read an excerpt from my book, Spiritual Wisdom from Chaos of War. Um, this expert's entitled Band of Brothers. And the verse that is attached to it, Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. During the war in Iraq, Operation Iraqi Freedom, I can honestly say that this verse became very real to me. You see, a true friend will be with you even if you are a mess. They will help you overcome whatever challenges you may face. And no matter how hot the fire gets, they will walk through it with you. There was a time near Objective Lions, the airport, when a brother was born. We rode right into an ambush. The enemy was on both sides, but no one would stop or leave another. A vehicle broke down, and the next individual stopped and grabbed the crew. When a soldier was injured, the other soldiers in the vehicle helped control the situation. When we were clearing buildings, the soldiers that I was with became a family. 
We knew that no matter what happened, the soldier to our left and our right would step up and handle the situation. You knew you could trust them and count on them. Whether there were bullets flying, ambushes, RPGs, bleeding soldiers, body bags being zipped up, burning waste, dominoes of spades being played, the day filled with laughter or even tears. We stood by each other till the end. We would leave no one behind and would fight for the man next to us. We were a family, friends, and brothers. Now, I read that because during this time, again, distant but not disconnected. Here's an, <coughs> here's an opportunity to truly rekindle and reestablish relationships. You know what? If you're in an area where you have to specifically shelter in place, you know, that means that you really can't go and go anywhere unless you're going to, you know, seek medical attention of some type or go to like the grocery store. Other than that, you're kind of in lockdown in the house. And with that being said, you know what? Spend time having those family dinners, have those conversations, sit down, watch some movies together talk about things work with your kids as as they're going through their homework or doing these online classes or you know discover something new discover a new hobby a new game a lot of um like broadway productions are being streamed free Uh, a lot of uh, museums and zoos are uh, have created like online virtual tours and you know there's all these different free classes available from there's like over 200 classes available from multiple uh, ivy league schools for free there's other uh, scholastic is one company there's several but scholastic is one that's offering uh, like free online uh, type programs or courses for kids at home so they can maintain learning like we have an opportunity here i had posted on facebook Um, it it was either yesterday or early today that over the next few weeks you're going to find out how people really feel about you and somebody asked me they're like well how you know how so and very simply you know a brother is born from adversity during these times you know you're going to find people reaching out and caring in ways that they might not before you might see a side of somebody that you never saw before You know, like let's say you're standing in line in Walmart and you have, you know, an elderly individual, a senior citizen behind you. You know what? Let them cut in front of you. Why? Let them get in and out as quick as possible because they probably have more fear in reference to contracting the virus because of their age than you do. You know, potentially. I'm not trying to make assumptions, but, you know, look out for your fellow human being. You know, every time that I go to the store, I get off work, you know, my dad just got out of the hospital. Thank God he's doing so much better. But, you know, I call him, hey, do you need something? Or if I'm at the store, do you need something? Do you need wipes? Do you need toilet paper? Do you need paper towels? Or if I'm out shopping and and I see like toilet paper because toilet paper has become white gold at this point. Uh, You know, everybody's joking about it. But the fact that we've caused people to panic by now people that need these items don't have them. You know, and people that, you know, are hoarding them, you know, they've got 150 rolls of toilet paper and they probably go through three a week, you know, type of thing. It just an unreal, you know, amount of, you know, the panic buying and and the panic and the fear are really affecting this more than anything else. You know, honestly, no, be smart. Wash your hands. Use hand sanitizer when you can't wash your hands. Make sure you're staying clean, practicing good hygiene. You know, that you're not coughing all over everybody or even necessarily coughing into your hands, but coughing into your elbows. Like, be smart, you know. Practice the the social distancing, but don't disconnect. 
you can still communicate. You can still have conversations. Like we've lost the art of conversation because we can just sit in our phones. I remember, you know, I've worked for a long time. I've worked in uh, the restaurant industry. And so often you see a couple or a family, they'll come out to dinner and they'll sit down. And as soon as the server comes and takes their drink order, the next thing you know, they're all in their phones. There's no conversation taking place. There's no eye contact being made with each other. There's no human interaction. We have an opportunity to reestablish that with ourselves, to check on people. If you're out somewhere and you know somebody's short something, man, maybe they need a loaf of bread and you're already out and stuff's disappearing the way it is, spend a buck and get them a loaf of bread. You'd be surprised sometimes the volumes that that speaks. And I know we're all going through things. We all have to prioritize. We're all struggling right now. You know, several of us are wondering when, you know, how we're going to get paid, how we're going to pay our bills. Are they going to, you know, essentially suspend rent and utilities or there's, there's a lot of questions, a lot of scary things that are going on, but don't hold it in. Don't be afraid to talk to people that you can trust. People that aren't going to judge you for having questions and comments and concerns and thoughts and you know, again, reestablish that human connection. You know, it's an opportunity maybe to start gardening. You know, there's several types of, uh, you know, even foods and vegetables, you know, fruits and vegetables and herbs that you can grow yourself. And then ultimately that, that's a way to save money on top of doing that, you know, just learning something new. There's so many different ways that we can find positive in the chaos. And again, a brother is born for adversity. Man, lean on each other. This is an opportunity. Sometimes it's, it, it is sad and it is kind of heartbreaking that, um, that uh, it takes something of this magnitude for us to realize our humanity again. You know, but again, don't disconnect. Stay connected. Even if there is a distance, stay connected. Why? Because God can use this opportunity to speak to you through other people. He can use you to speak to other people and to help other people. You know, in reference to churches, like again, you know, to go back, I was talking to my dad and, you know, he's considering, like I said, you know, shutting down the physical service. And regardless of what he does, whether he does it or does not do it, it's never going to be right. You know, if you shut down the service, you're going to have people accusing him of not having faith. If he keeps the service open, you're going to have people accusing him of being irresponsible. You know, and most of your pastors, most of your business owners, um, you know, especially family-run businesses, most of them have never encountered anything like this before. You know, give them some grace. Give them some wisdom. Things are difficult. And, you know, try not to, like, you know, I have a situation where some of my coworkers are, are really, they're really afraid of this and, and fear has really gripped them. And you can tell in, in the level of their anxiety and their conversation and how negative and how scared it is. And there's no positive, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Well, I can definitely assure you again, like I said, if he, um, if he parted the Red Sea, gave Sarah a baby, if he, you know, closed the mouth of the lion, if he raised Lazarus from the dead, if he takes care of the sparrow, if he clothes the flower, he's going to take care of you. Things aren't always easy. Life isn't easy. And we have an opportunity where maybe we can help make it easier for someone else, and maybe we can't. But I promise you, there's people that'll talk to you. There's people that'll try to help you. It's okay. You know what? Go for a walk. You know? Go for a walk, get some fresh air, exercise around the house, you know, take the opportunity to teach your kids how to do laundry and iron and properly wash dishes and properly clean a house and 
fold their clothes and you know these things that you know how to cook teach them how to cook you know while you're home and and, and you know these different skills that we've taken for granted for so long you know we have an opportunity to to reconnect with that to reconnect with the family to reestablish the family and the family time and and those relationships and i know it's scary i do i know it's frustrating i know you know everyone's uncertain and and obviously i, I want to encourage you to that as more people are tested, obviously, you know, as the tests are become more available and now we know what we're testing for, you know, obviously the cases are going to increase. And if you just watch the media and consume what they're feeding you, it's very easy to become afraid of everything, you know, and, and, and terrified and confused and, and buy into the pandemic. However, and I'm not, I'm not blowing it off. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not blowing it off and I'm not saying you shouldn't use precaution and be smart, but just like you would protect yourself from most other, uh, you know, illnesses and diseases like the flu, you know, eat clean, stay hydrated, get good solid rest, wash your hand, cover your mouth when you cough and sneeze, use hand sanitizer, wipe down personal areas, just be smart, be cautious, distant, but not disconnect. Because if you stay connected with the people around you, if you stay connected with your families, if you stay connected with the people you trust, then a brother can be born from adversity and you'll have somebody to turn to when, you know, it gets a little overwhelming. You know, you can always hit us up, email me, hit me up on the website, www.drgaryharveyjr.com. I'll be more than happy to talk with you, to engage with you, you know, maybe help you do some research, uh, you know, because the numbers, the numbers are skewed right now. You know, you're hearing one thing in the news, you're seeing something different on the CDC sites, and of course, social media is all over the place. And, and I want to, I want to stress and I want to really implore you to not take at face value what you see on on social media that's why i didn't throw out all kinds of stats and facts and you know this that and the other right now because there's so much of it out there do the responsible thing and and look for it yourself because you're gonna have questions that maybe i haven't even thought of you know and that's okay but again i want to encourage you rely on the people around you because there's people you'd be surprised the people that are rooting for you and wanting to help because they're in the same situation and if you guys work together you'll be able to push forward again if he can close the mouth of the lion if he can part the red sea if he can give sarah a baby if he can raise lazarus from the dead he can definitely definitely get you through this whole situation so be encouraged tonight i'm praying for you Pray for me. Catch us next week on Reflections with Dr. Gary Harvey. God bless.